0: And she was looking mm. at me like, "Oh yeah, less far." So obviously, mm. me, this is bad. I, I I looked at the coach. I was like, "Like, should I mm. do this?" Like, you know, when like she mm. slim, like she. When the coach said yes, that should be my warning that I shouldn't have done mm. it. When I say I try kick, she blocked, pulled me, and knee me in the stomach. I said, "Oh." oh. <laughs> I, said, oh. Hey. I said this is equality. I said this is quality, But yeah, nah. but oh, yeah man, man, man judge the book now. by its cover. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. I learned an important lesson,
1: fam. There's some. These women are active in in these type of sports. Like, you'll be surprised. You'll be like, oh, no, my man's a big man. Like, I can do that, bro. You get your ass handed to
0: you. Bro. You see, the way she was weaving, I said, oh, I said, I messed up. (laughs) I messed up. (laughs) I fumbled. (laughs) I fumbled. Welcome back to the Ace and Joker podcast, the weekly podcast where we discuss success by utilising the cards we've been dealt. Brother Joe, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. It's
1: been a long time. I'm excited to get back to
0: this. Yeah, man, there's a lot lot more conversations we need to have, you know? 100%, 100%. You know, we have to go back to the drawing board, have to see how we're going to tweak some little things, you know? Like, mm. what are we trying to do this year? So, yeah, no, nah, I'm definitely happy to be back as well, man. Like, it's actually been, I've actually missed doing this pod with you. Mm.
1: I think it's good to be honest, though, man, because let's be mm. honest, like, you know, the reason why <laughs> it's taken us a month and a half to get back is because, you know, like, life, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, mm. we had other stuff to deal with. And, yeah, obviously, when you're doing this as well and trying to manage this, no one's forcing us to do this, but it's hard to, like, manage this and, you know, the life that we do have so yeah that's probably that's why you know we're taking a lot of time to get back but the main thing is we, we're back
0: exactly exactly that's the main thing so yeah man and as, as we're saying man i'm definitely happy to be back man like yeah start of the year has been good we're a month and a half in like how's that been for you so far anyway ah uh, yeah man i think i was telling
1: you the other day bro like january is a terrible month it's a terrible month it's a month that yeah it's not for me it's not you know it is honest question have you ever had a good january with all the optimism see when we
0: spoke about this i don't Mm -hmm. think i've had a bad january like i feel like it's just it just is what it isn't like i think it's the start of the year you come Mm -hmm. in with a lot of energy you're like oh yeah Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do this 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 Mm -hmm. like December, you're planning this is Mm -hmm. what i want to do next year and i think Mm -hmm. january just hits you and you realize oh i can't actually just flip the switch I can't mm-hmm. just go from not doing this thing consistently mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. just being on point. Like I think January is kind of like that period for me where it's like uh, mm-hmm. you're working towards like what you're trying to actually do that year. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like I think if you put too much pressure in it, then I think that's when it can be like, oh, I didn't achieve what I wanted to this January. Like mm-hmm. I feel like for me, the start of the year has been like, I've tried to like be a lot calmer with it. Like mm-hmm. it's like, uh, there's things I want to do and things I'm trying to achieve this year, but I'm also mm-hmm. trying to like, w- like know that I need to warm into it. I'm not just going to hit the ground running, and I think that's mm. why my January's actually been pretty good. I haven't put too much pressure on myself to do everything okay. on point. I've understood okay. that like I need to get into this mm fair enough. I wouldn't
1: say like that has been my problem with the January, but I guess that would be um an issue for most people, but that's why right? I would say January should be at least the one month that goes well because on december the thirty first you're there planning mm. well you're you know you've got goals or whatnot and you're you know, you partake in the whole New Year's resolution thing, you should be the type Mm. of person that's like, okay, cool, you know, January first, I'm doing this. You know, bro, there's literally an uptick in gym (laughs) gym uh, memberships in January, do you understand? So Mm. I would assume that because of just the freshness of the year and January, I would assume that's just the
0: best month in terms of you being on point and everything else. I just remembered something, you know, that I think even kind of links to what you were saying about not having a good January. Mm. I don't know. I think it's the second Monday in Jan. That's the most depressing mm. day of the year. Oh, man. Like statistically, <laughs> like even at oh, work, yeah. they're like, oh, yeah, everyone, <laughs> this Monday, Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> this is the most. I think it's even, I don't think it's the first. I think it's the second. But I might be wrong on mm. that. But I know it's one mm. of the first few Mondays of the year that mm. is the most depressing in the whole year. Because I think it's like people mm. go in with a lot of energy. And then Monday hits them and they're like, oh mm. shit, <laughs> like, I have to get back to all of this stuff. So yeah, nah. So I think you're definitely not alone when you feel like you don't really have good Januaries. Like, mm. I think that's quite mm. a common thing for a lot of people. Mm.
1: But yeah, this January wasn't anything to do with like, oh, I didn't hit my goals were. whatever. It's just unnecessary. No, it's not even unnecessary. It's unforeseen. Okay. <laughs> <L's>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> not, not, the yeah, the <laughs> the not, not the type of Ls that you would want to come. Those are the worst. Not the type of Ls that you would want to come you know, at the beginning of the year, you know. So that kind of L's. And okay. yeah, I guess it's it's going good. It's going good man.
0: I guess to flip that, like at the same time too, if you're dealing with those difficult L's so early, then hopefully you can get through it. And then the rest of the year can yeah. be better. It's just bad if yeah. maybe the L's keep getting worse. That's when, I don't know what the, oh, I'm yeah. saying, if that's the case. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully you've got like the mm. more challenging L's out of the way. And then yeah, the rest of the year uh, can be good now.
1: There's a whole 11 months. I'm sure there's more... There's bigger L's. There's there's oh, even worse God. L's that are coming my way. But yeah, oh, I God. guess it's it's the the attitude towards the L's. Hundred percent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. So I was happy, even how I I managed the L's. Mm. You know the sadness, <laughs> the the yeah the despair. I was happy. I even I end up winning <laughs> even. Okay. At the end, so I would say everything worked out well, <laughs> and I would say that's just by having like I guess a better out like outlook on the on the Ls and just saying, you know what, cool, you know, we have to do this and do that and you know, eventually it would, it would get better, I
0: guess. And it did. Yeah, so. no, I, I, think that's re- I think that's very, very good, man. I mm, think that's mm. very, very good. I think mm. when those Ls happen, I think you have a choice to make, you can either be like, oh, my year's done mm. <laughs> and yeah. then the rest of the 11 months is just a waste of time or you can mm. get over it and try mm. to like, turn it around and fix the rest or like to the best it, of your ability anyway, I guess. Yeah, I
1: would say it's not even about just, oh yeah, you know what, an L, you're a mm. soldier, like, oh, yeah, hell, what, mm. what's that? You know what I'm saying? What's that? You're <laughs> like, that. like, Phil Mitchell, East <laughs> bro. Just a hard man. Like, watch that, bro? Life in prison, I'll take that. Oh, <laughs> <good>. <laughs> but, yeah, you're just, you're more like, oh, man, my life is over, this and that. But you're still taking the right actions. Like, your words are saying what they need to say. They're expressing your emotions. But you're taking mm. the right actions to hopefully mm. still have a good year. So, I think I think that's the, that's the way to
0: go forward. Yeah, man. Something that I was thinking about that I thought, like again, as I said, being honest and mm-hmm. things that we do that maybe might benefit other people. Obviously, a couple um weeks ago, me and one of my boys came to obviously come and see you. Mm. And I think that was really good in terms of we something that we do anyway, where we all come to your house, we chill for a bit, mm. and we reflect, we talk, we binge watch stuff. And it's just I think it's mm. just nice when you speak to your friends too in terms of what they're trying to do and getting update information on the last conversations that you had because obviously life Mm. is busy and even though like we might be close we're not speaking to each other on that level all the time Mm. so we don't really know Mm. the updates of what's happening with the things that you say you want to do with your life So i think it's so good like every now and then to have like those times when you're just together you kind of like just escape reality and just be in your Mm. bubble and just speak and talk and set what you want to do like Like mm-hmm. I think that's like a really good thing that I think I like doing now. In terms of when I see you guys, it's nice to see what you guys are doing, and that helps me put mm-hmm. my own goals and things I'm trying to achieve into perspective mm-hmm. going forward when I get home. So I think mm-hmm. that's just like a little thing that we do that I think yeah could benefit other people just in terms of mm-hmm. setting goals for the year and or never interested like it, it could be like in set periods like maybe quarters or mm-hmm. understand just like the kind of things that by the like, by the next time I see you guys I want mm-hmm. to achieve this. I want Mm. to be better in this. Like, I think Mm. it's really good. It's a good way to keep yourself accountable, having that relationship with your friends. So,
1: yeah. I agree. I think, yeah. I think it's, it's, it's almost like a, like a support group, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Come together, you have a conversation, you talk, you just, you know what I'm saying? You just throw around ideas, you know? You just even, even, it's not all, you know, our ideas, ideas, you know, it's just Mm. relaxing. And yeah. It's almost like a reset, like a natural reset. So.
0: No, I definitely agree with that. A hundred percent. Even when it comes to like the pod as well, in terms of like having mm. a community of people that are mm. all trying to achieve something or mm. having people that can keep you accountable even like, we might not always be right. We might say something. Someone else might be like, oh yeah, no, nah, they think this. I love those conversations where I can be like, oh yeah, mm. no, you're actually right. I actually learned from what you said that I, I might alter my perspective a little bit based mm. on what you said. So I think having a community is so important because as people, you can be so like sure of what you think is right mm. But it's right. only when other people point something else out to you that you realise, mm. oh, like my perspective was really based on such mm. a like you know what I'm saying, like I was looking at it from such a narrow point of view. So mm. I think having a community, as you said, or a friendship people, people that you can speak to that will keep you accountable is so important, mm. man. Of course, man. Two heads are better than one, bro. hundred percent. So yeah, no, nah, I think that's been that's been really good for me. Yeah, like even like continuing the point now, like I was just saying, in terms of like uh, for you, how important do you think it is to set goals in your life? Like, do you think that's something that you should do at the start of every year? Uh, like obviously we're a month and a half into the year, mm.
1: but I think having initial goals is important, right? So saying, okay, you know, it's a new year. This is what I hope to achieve in this year. Being realistic with that, and but also. It shouldn't just be in the new year, <laughs> you know? I think, yeah, okay. It shouldn't that's my whole point of mentioning the month and a half into the year, right? Mm. It shouldn't o- only just be, okay, you know, it's a new year, it's 2022, this is what we should be doing. I think mm. you set goals in January or at the beginning of January, it's now February, you know? What are those goals saying? Are those realistic? <laughs> Have you realised, raw, I probably, this probably take me two years to do, you know? This is mm-hmm. impossible for me to, okay, then you can cross that one out and say, okay, you know, maybe I just need to, what's half of this goal for this year? You know, so constantly also readjusting, because mm. you can get to the, you can set all of these wonderful, wonderful goals at the beginning, beginning of the year, get to the end of the year, and then realise, rah, I, didn't, I only achieved one. But it's just mm. because you were unrealistic with yourself at the beginning. So, yeah, I think even for myself, I think I'm definitely a person where I will set, like, I feel like I can do everything, right? Obviously, I can't but I feel like I can. So some of the goals I've set or did set, I'll I be like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And it's not to say I can't, but as the year, even into February, going into February, i realized, oh, you know what? Maybe I should cross out this goal. Or you know what? Because of what happened here, if I'm still trying to do this goal, I'm now stretching myself. And I'm now putting myself in a situation I don't need to put myself in. So yeah, I think setting a goal at the beginning of the year important, but constantly reviewing and adjusting is also just as important.
0: I definitely agree with what you're saying. I think the part that I really like this world that I think is so key is like you can also misjudge how long it will take you to do things. And I think that's something I've struggled with sometimes, where it's like you say you want to do something and you put too little time towards doing it. And then now it feels like you haven't achieved as much as you should have because Mm. it's taking you longer. So I think even just that in terms of actually being able to accurately determine how long it will take you to do things is so important in terms of, yeah, setting goals are actually, as you said, realistic. And you can actually... Can complete it in the time that you feel like you want to complete it in. Does that make sense? Mm, like, yeah. I think that's very, very important. So I definitely like that point that you made. But um, mm. I also agree. Like, I think it's very, very important to make sure that you're setting goals. I was, I was even thinking about this. I don't know what you think about this like small analogy, but it's just like a. I feel like it's like getting into a car, yeah, and just driving. <laughs> like mm. you have no destination in mind. Like you have that. Like, you're just driving. Like I feel like that's what it's mm. like to just go through life and not have any goals or things that you're mm. working towards. Like you're just. There's no, there's no way that you're heading towards. <laughs> so like, I was thinking about that. And then because of that, I started looking into, um, Formula One a bit, bro. It's a random, no mm-hmm. random story. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Obviously, one of my uncles, he's even the reason I, support, I started supporting Arsenal. This guy now, he barely supports the team. Like, he mm-hmm. transitioned into Formula One. This guy, I'll tell, I'll be like, Oh yeah, Arsenal's playing, you say. Oh. You you have you have no clue. I <laughs> said, so, and obviously I think I am slowly becoming like that as well. Where's like this? Oh this yeah. One. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I was looking into Formula One because I was thinking of that analogy, right? Which is why I was no. like, oh, I actually want to look into it in terms of. I know they have pit stops. So I was thinking, how important are they relative to winning the race? Oh, they're very important, mm-hmm. bro. And I was looking into it. It's so interesting, just in terms of like mm-hmm. how strategic it is. How you have the time when you want to take the pit stop. How there's different tires and the tire that you use ones are harder, more durable, and they last longer but they're slower. Some are, light, some are lighter, but then they, they they burst quicker. So it's like yeah. I think just all of that, to complete the analogy, it's kinda like I feel like it's like being a Formula One driver and trying to just win the race with no pit stops. Like you have no target between you have no you have nothing you're aiming for before the finish line. You're just trying to just finish. And I feel like one, you're probably not gonna make it, <laughs> and mm. two, you're not gonna win the race with that with that kind of mentality. Like I feel like the people that do good things, and the people that have this, like they're strategic. They saying that they have a strategic goal they're trying to achieve. They achieve that goal, and then that enables them to then, like, achieve their ultimate aim.
1: Yeah, I would say, I would say, like, going with your analogy, I would say the mm. the race itself, like, you know, completing the race is
0: your goal, mm. right?
1: And the pit stops is um the checkpoints that I mentioned earlier. You know, the checkpoints every month, saying, yeah. "Oh, have I? You know, I'm saying, should I adjust this? Should I do this? That's the pit stops." So I think, yeah, man, I think it's definitely key. <laughs> like, yeah, with every component. I was even gonna ask you with the um with with what you mentioned, uh um how you plan. Do you think that's a serious problem for you all?
0: I think it is. Because I think okay. one of the big things I'm also trying to do this year is I'm trying yeah. to make my schedule less like punishing. Like less <laughs> if I don't do this thing in this hour. Yeah. Like if I yeah. wake up late, my day mm-hmm. is long.
1: Explain what's punishing.
0: So it's like if I don't wake up at this time it mm-hmm. will have a knock-on effect on my day. So now mm-hmm. I'm trying to catch up the things I should have done. So now mm-hmm. I'm sleeping later. So now the next day I'm oversleeping. And then now it's the mm-hmm. like, it, oh, because, so okay. I think overall, I'm like, I'm yeah. not actually getting done what I want to get done every day because I'm like, I'm constantly mm-hmm. chasing, trying to catch mm-hmm. up what I'm missing. Yeah. So like yeah. Yeah. the change I'm trying to make now is to be a lot more fair with how long it will take me to do things. And more flexible, so if mm. I even woke up late, I still have an hour in the day that I can catch up and that mm. thing I should have done in that first hour. Rather than it had, I had to be flawless for that whole mm. day. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? So I think yeah, that's think what that. I'm trying to do a lot better now is to make sure that I'm not trying to do too much every day. I'm so, mm. like, like I can be consistent with what I've said I wanted to do, rather than having too much and being inconsistent with that too much. Yeah.
1: Now I think, yeah, I think a lot of people have that problem, man. Like, mm. um. Like I think I was telling you I was doing like a like a project managing management type of um module recently, right? Okay. And the project management thing was more of like, like if you're behind, you're never gonna catch up. Like, mm. yeah. You're just behind. That's it. Mm. And also, let's say I was to cook jello fries, right? <laughs> okay. Just a random example. My yeah, mm. so my goal is to cook jello fries, right? I would say, okay, that would take me about an hour, right? Mm. But people underestimate. It. How long it will take them to complete one task. So, like they create a framework to counteract that way. It's you break that big task into smaller tasks, and then by breaking it into smaller tasks, you break it down to like for example, if it's jello fries, right? That's the big goal. You break it down to cutting onions as one smaller subtask, and then you estimate how long it will take you to cut onions, and all all of the other subtasks on different levels, and you add them up. And once you get to the top, that's how long it will actually take you to cook jello fries. Okay. <laughs> it's easier for us as humans to estimate smaller tasks than it is to estimate a larger task. So if I say it will, cut, it will take me five minutes to cut onions, that's probably more realistic than me trying to estimate how long it will take me to manage everything that requ- um, that takes for me to cook jello fries. Do you understand? Yeah. Okay. That's so, interesting. That, that's a good yeah. point.
0: That makes a lot of yeah. sense. That Mm. makes a lot. I guess also too, experience is also very helpful in those situations where when you've done it before and you know how long it took you, you can also more accurately determine how long it will take you the next time. Exactly. Exactly. That's key. But obviously, most things that we don't have experience in.
1: Yeah. yeah. But obviously, with even subtasks, for example, you have probably more experience with subtasks than you do with the major goal
0: or something. So. It's true. It's probably easier to do that. And I think that even helps with like, uh, like even what you're saying now about breaking tasks down into the smaller sections, it kind of leads onto the whole, like it's also easier to move it yourself to do those smaller sections. And when you're just mm. thinking, when you're sitting there just thinking, oh, I got to go cook a whole lot for us. Even the time you're taking to procrastinate, to even go and yeah. start. Like, if yeah. you just thought, okay, I just need to cut on this for five minutes and then you do that. And then, oh, I need to do this for two minutes. I, I think it's a lot easier to mower yourself, mm. to do mm. those sub tasks to achieve mm. the bigger aim than it is yeah. to just think about the bigger aim from jump yeah. and think yeah. about how you're just trying to get there. So I think even that is a very good analogy in terms of even yeah. setting, like it kind of, like in terms of even the setting goals aspect of it, mm. like uh, yeah, breaking it down into smaller tasks makes it a lot more achievable. Uh, yeah. So
1: if you have one goal that you want to achieve by the end of the year, um, mm. breaking it down into smaller tasks would definitely help, which is yeah something yeah. I'm trying to implement and do a lot more.
0: No, I like that. I like that. So even follow-up question to that then for you is like, uh so as you said, we're about a month and a half into the year already. But like, mm. how do you think the, t- the targets you've set for yourself, how is it going so far?
1: Um, so I'm just thinking about my targets. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say so far, I'll say so far they're going well, but okay. I'll say like, I think this is a good example of how to like explain how my targets are going. So it's like, I'm doing everything that I want, right? I'm on, I'm like doing everything, right? But I'm not doing it the way I want to do it. And I think doing it the way I want to do it is more important than like just being on track. Even though I'm on mark and I'm on point, I am not doing it the way I should be doing it. I believe that if I'm not doing it the way I should, I want to be doing it in my head, then that is going to have eventually throughout the year is going to have a knock on effect. Right. So I think for me, more importantly than how like the outcome of something is, is the small process that is within it, right? Cause the process is what is sellable. You understand? Like, um, for example, with, um, Henry Ford, right? Where my man was, uh, was developing that, um, process of how to manufacture cars, right? Mm. Everyone else is out here manufacturing cars, right? But he created, he streamlined a, a very efficient process to yeah. creating a car, right? So everyone's achieving the same outcome. And mm-hmm. even in my life right now, I'm achieving the outcome I want, but mm-hmm. the process isn't as streamlined as it needs to be.
0: Bro, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I like that because I think mm-hmm. I, I, an example of that in my own life is like working. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I've i again, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. Is anxiety mm-hmm. sending emails? Yeah, like, that's a What's i an email, bro. I'll read, I'll read it. <laughs> I look again. I think, oh, I did, that, did I miss a word, bro? I'm doing too much. Obviously, I think recently yeah. I was just realizing that I'm taking way too long to send these emails out mm-hmm. like it's taking time out mm-hmm. of my day to do other things like mm-hmm. so i'm not being as productive as i could be because it's taking mm-hmm. me so long to do this one task mm-hmm. so i think as mm-hmm. you said like now i'm just i think i'm a lot more like a, it is what it is like i've read it It mm-hmm. looked good i'm gonna send it out mm-hmm. there's a mistake yeah. it is what it is because i think <laughs> it's worth doing that for me to now make sure that i'm actually patterning other things that i need to get done that yeah. day. Mm-hmm. so it's like that's my way of streamlining it. So it's like, I'm mm. not taking an hour to send one email. Mm. I can send it within <laughs> five minutes and it like the risk and reward, I can balance yeah. it because it's like, at some point, I think it becomes where it's like this is just anxiety now. Like, mm. like you read the email enough times, just send it, <laughs> Just send it. <laughs> like, just send it. <laughs> but I hear that, though.
1: I always copy and paste my emails onto Grammarly, wow. and then I'm like, okay, bro, cool. Of course, bro. I'll go. Of course, I'll go. I'll go with what Grammarly says. That's standard. That's, even I Grammarly, yeah.
0: have to be careful sometimes, Because even Grammarly, yeah. I feel
1: like sometimes it's a bit, it's a bit shaky. Mm. You have to make sure you double it. check. Bro, they only support the people that are paying premium man. No. Oh, us. yeah, of
0: course, man. Of course, man. <laughs> Eventually use the, <laughs> the service for free. They're like, you get what you get.
1: <laughs> you get what you get. <laughs> but even with the email thing though, um, like I had like this conversation with this guy and he put me on like a podcast, like a mentor. He oh. put me on a podcast okay. and the podcast was like he was talking about how like when you're in the workplace, um, how checking your emails constantly can can affect your Your work process, like, let's say you're working, you had time to complete an activity to complete from 9 to 11, right? Mm. And let's say every 30 minutes you're checking your email, like, that stop in between is going to affect you. But he said that if you say, okay, at 9, I'm checking my email. So you only check your emails twice a day. So you check it at 9. You reply to every single one of the emails. You delete all the ones that you replied to, and then you check it again at the end of the day, and you do the same thing. Yeah, Yeah. just, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, you just have to be mindful because yeah, sometimes you do get those you priority get ones, ones yeah. that you want to get. Yeah, yeah, there. obviously, yeah. So it's, I, yeah. I, I think you just have to also know your industry and your role and yeah. when you typically get emails and how. Yeah. But yeah, right, I think that's that all as, as a yeah. general advice to make at that yeah. area. Yeah,
1: right. like let's say you do it. Let's say you know, okay, I should be getting the priority email at 12. Check your email mm. at 12. And reply to yeah. all the emails. Yeah, get another time because you definitely know. You don't just, yeah. you know, even if it's like, even if you get at 11, if you check it at 12, it's only an hour
0: you know mm. yeah that's true gonna, and some of these yeah. man too be taking months to reply to your email so yeah might bro have to be, me too i'm <laughs> taking my time don't rush me <laughs> don't rush me but
1: bro, some of them have like automatic um oh yeah automatic replies yeah. like oh yeah i'm out so i'm out of thing i'm i'm on holiday or something like that i was like bro you're <laughs> cheeky, <laughs>
0: <laughs> cheeky. Oh, God. but um in terms of even the question um thing, my year so far how it's going Recently, I think I, I was telling you that recently I started um, Muay Thai. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that, yeah, so that's been really good. That's part of my, because one of my goals this year is just fitness-wise too, to get into the shape I'm trying to get into. You know, holidays coming up too, kind mm. of to, to be in good shape. So, obviously, Muay Thai. Mm. Bro, mm. I had my watch on this time for this session for the first time because before I was too paranoid, but it's oh, calm yeah. because I have it under my glove. Bro, guess oh, okay. how many calories I've burned in an hour. I mean... I mean, uh, I mean, no, wait, oh, I was going to guess. Oh, I mean, bro, guess. Put, put, you said how many, you said how many, I thought, <laughs> I, 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 I you
1: <laughs> You know what uh, is? I bro. thought that was a rhetorical question, so I was like, you know oh, okay, what, you did get tell me anyway.
0: Oh, no, no, I was actually asking you, but yeah, <laughs> oh, okay, so it's okay, okay. but what would you have guessed?
1: I, I would have got like, I would have guessed like 600. I'll be
0: honest. Yeah, but still, that's funny still, but yeah, no, nah. so yeah, that's been March. killing me, but it's mm. been good though. Like, mm. even what I find like a story to do with that, like, I think the last time I went, well like I was we had to do like some sparring like section where you have to like spar against people like mm-hmm. every like few minutes you'd like change partners, you go to someone else and mm-hmm. spar. And bro, like I must have gone and I looked and I think there was like a girl like like a woman standing next to me and she was looking mm-hmm. at me like oh yeah let's spar. So obviously mm-hmm. me, this is bad. I I looked at the coach, I was like, like should I mm-hmm. do this? Like you know when like she mm-hmm. slim like she when the coach said yes, that should have been my warning that I shouldn't have done mm-hmm. it. When I say I try kick she blocked, pulled me and need me in the stomach. I said, oh. oh. <laughs> I, said, oh. Hey. I said, this is equality. I said, this is equality. But yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, man it's, it's, it's man really judged the book now. by its cover. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. I learned an important lesson. Fam, there's some... These women are
1: active in, yeah. in these type of sports. Like, you'll be surprised. You'll be like, oh, no, nah, my man's a big man. Like, I can do that, bro. bro. You get your ass handed to you. Bro, you
0: see, the way way she was weaving, I said, oh, I said I messed up, (laughs) I messed up, (laughs) I fumbled, I fumbled. (laughs) But yeah, no, that's good. So fitness wise, I think that's going really well. Like I've been on point on my diet as well. So yeah, just working towards, yeah, just getting into better shape. Um, Mm. I had my work appraisal on Monday last week. Mm. So that was really good. That was really good. Just, yeah, good feedback. I'm doing well. Continue what I'm doing. That's going well. So yeah. Mm. But obviously, I have
1: other goals as well
0: outside of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, overall, I'm good. I'm good. Like, even something quickly, I can never think I was even... Because something I've always struggled with is, like, when I get into cars, bro, I don't know if anyone else, anyone else can relate to this, I just... Mm. I usually just sleep because I've never liked mm. being in vehicles. Like, I can't... Mm. I just feel off. And that's has mm. mean something that's always got to me okay. from young
1: mm. is what that gets to you. Is it just the fact that your ha- your life is in someone else's hands, or
0: it's not that? It's like I feel like sick, oh, okay. basically. Like not oh, <laughs> yeah, not that. Oh, yeah, it's like sick, yeah, oh, okay. yes. But obviously, okay. I never understood oh. why. Like it's something that's mm. always mm. happened, but I've always, I've always just accepted. And I think this just shows mm. why the internet is so lovely and I'd be able to just search mm. stuff because mm. I, I take public transport to work, and I was like, I'd love to be able to read, plan the pod, like. Be like utilize that time to do mm. stuff when I'm on the public transport. So I'm not just sitting there listening to music. I actually mm-hmm. like have to like, kill two birds in one stone. So I was looking into why I like I experienced car sickness and I was looking into apparently like our balance is based on like there's three factors. So visual, what we see, we mm. have, um, oh, there's a word proper, I can't even say, but there's a word, <laughs> but basically our mm. body's, um, sense of location. And okay. then the third one is our inner air. And apparently, the reason mm. why we have car sickness is because what we're seeing and how our body feels contradicts because we're moving, but it looks like st- we should be stationary. So it oh, throws off our senses. That's crazy.
1: That's crazy. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So then, like, the advice that, like, what I read was like, uh, you should sit next to windows and you should always, you should try to look out and and look at other moving vehicles to remind yourself mm. that you're in, that's how, that you are moving. Now when I go into Ving, I'm always sitting by the window. Now when I start to oh, feel man. a bit off, I'll just look out the window and I'll just look at cars or people walking. And now that's also enabled me to be able to like read and oh, do wow. stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's also helped my overall... like I go I also have this year was to read a lot more. So that's mm-hmm. also really helped that.
1: That's marginal, because you know is I, I actually normally do that. Or <laughs> well, sit by, by <laughs> like the window. I, when I'm by the window, like I always sit by the window. I don't know why. It's just I just okay. like sitting by the window. You know, it's like, okay. why am I in a vehicle when I'm just
0: not near, you know, light? <laughs> so I sit near the window. But you know what my thing is? Mm-hmm. My thing is, like, I didn't want people to sit next to me. So I'd always oh, sit okay. on the edge. Oh, to, so no one, so you would say put, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair but enough. then obviously I didn't know I was playing myself by doing that. But oh, now okay. I, I know yeah. that I should sit by the window. It's good, okay. it's better for me. Okay. so yeah. Fair enough.
1: And then I always usually just now I was gonna say I always usually just look at cars that are like going by.
0: Oh okay. Um or
1: I look at stuff outside and obviously when you're look when you're sitting next to the window, the reason why you sit next to the window so you can look mm-hmm. outside and look at stuff. So yeah. But yeah makes sense. I didn't know that crazy. So, Bro, you know, you know what time you know, period. This is, can you tell us what period this is?
0: Oh, is is that is that period where you have some people with the the love of their lives? (laughs) 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 You have some people that are single (laughs) just at home because it's like you have people who are just loving life just with their baby enjoying mm. you have people who are just mm. single wishing they had a bae then mm. so you have the people who are just there I think they single and happy so it's just like yeah. just... <laughs> <laughs> it's like
1: some people some people are so single and happy they're looking at it they're like thank god this isn't me
0: like so I'm looking crazy. at it how, how much that cost? <laughs> wow. yeah, nah. It's nice though. Overall, it's definitely a nice feeling yeah. when everyone, yeah. people are happy, people are in love. Yeah, so you know, mm. it's, it's definitely <laughs> <equipment> in love. <lure. laughs> <In lure. laughs>
1: but yeah, that brings me to the the main question though is is if you're one of those people in love, yeah, mm. can mm. do you think do you think you can still adequately chase your goals?
0: Hmm, I think the biggest determining factor is your partner i feel like if you're with someone that maybe they don't particularly have anything big or any like they're not particularly chasing things themselves and you're the one that's particularly chasing things yourself i think it can it can cause friction because like they probably want to mm. spend a lot more time with you than you have available mm. is what i think mm. which again that's mm. why i think i'm currently part of single and happy (laughs) because (laughs) i think I think just yeah balancing that time between like Mm. you working towards something and also Mm. having enough time to have someone there i think it's difficult like i think it's hard i think i i will struggle with it which i think is why i'm not putting anyone through that right now so i think it's definitely possible if you're deaf if like Mm. if you both appreciate that you're both working towards things and that's like that's okay like on both parties i think it can definitely work mm-hmm. i think i think it can even be a very good thing when you have someone mm-hmm. there that can support you and like as well we're, we're, we're all humans right so it's gonna be periods mm-hmm. where maybe there might be some insecurities there might be some your confidence isn't really there like that or you might be doubting yourself and having someone that can actually have your back that can remind you that no nah, like you're son you got this mm-hmm. it's like it could even yeah. just be moral support or it could be actual or it can even be more than like actual advice Like you're doing this thing. Oh, I had I was Mm. thinking about this. You could maybe look at Mm. that's someone that's now even Mm. helped you think about something that you wouldn't have even thought about yourself. So I think in those avenues, it can definitely be a very very big benefit. But I think it depends Mm. on like that's what I think. I think it depends on your partner, your relationship, and how well you are like balancing your time. Like is what I think. Like your time management, Mm. I think, is very very key. Because it can, it can definitely like also be an issue when maybe, Mm. yeah, someone wants you to have a lot more time for them than is available. And that's when I think it can start Mm. to, it can start to be a drawback from you achieving Mm. your goals because you know that you now have to sacrifice the time that you could be doing because you understand. So I think Mm. that's when it gets difficult is what I think.
1: But yeah, what are your thoughts? I think first of all, I think we should take in steps, right? So I think. Because you mentioned, you know, if someone's constantly asking you for time and, you know, you've got, mm. they're asking for more time they have avail- available. I think, mm. I think, yeah, because obviously I don't know what perspective I'm talking from, you know, mm. I guess I'm just talking from both man and woman perspective. Okay. Um, and I'm guessing, like, the opposite sex of who they're dating is just not the person that's doing as much or whatever, right? Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. But, yeah, so I think, like, for example, right, I have my, like, my brother, my mom, mm. my dad. I have to make time for those people. Do you understand? Mm. Like, it's like kind of, you know, I have to make time for them because I'm going to see them whenever I go home. You know, mm. I'm going to, those are people, that's my family. That's what I'm going to eventually go back to, et cetera. My sister, et cetera. But I think with a relationship, you've kind of invited that person into your life, right? So you've given, you said, you, I want you in my life, right? So if you're in a relationship now and you're saying, and you're missing out on, and you're saying, oh yeah, I don't have time. I don't have this. I don't have that. I think it's very, it's disrespectful to the relationship because both of because you're not special, right? Just because you have time, I get it. You're a busy person, but you're selfish because the other opposite sex doesn't have to be in a relationship either. Mm. <laughs> you both come to an agreement to say, I want you in my life, right? So to be that person that's like, oh yeah, I'm busy. You know, why are you asking for too much of my time? It's very, very disrespectful, right? You shouldn't have probably even been in that relationship. So I think it's, it's important, right? Especially when that's an issue. I think it's important to work together, right? So work together in the sense that like, okay, you know, making sure you make time for them throughout the week. Like this is, you know, this person's time and throughout the week, I'm making enough conscious time because you want to as well. It's not by force. No, no one's going putting a gun to your head because you want to, right? So you make that time. That time with that person is just as important as anything else that's going on in your life. So you make sure you make that time for them. And then on top of that, you also, like, you don't have to chase the world, right? If you've invited someone into your life and you're now neglecting them because you have goals, then maybe you should check your goals as well, right? Maybe you should be like, okay, like, I'm taking on too much. Because... Like I said, it's not, it's not by force. (laughs) Like you didn't, it's not by force to have that person in, in your life. You know, you can, at any point, you can say bye to them, you know, but you've invited them in. So give them that element of respect to have time for them. So that's where, that's where I think the basis should come from. Right. So yeah. So I think the basis should come from that. But I think in terms of understanding, which is probably the second part, because you can still be that person that's, you know, making time, you know, doing whatever, being conscious in terms of like making sure, you know, you see them and whatnot. And the other person can just never understand, you know, okay, it's a day or, you know, I expected more. You know, I think for for both parts, is understanding, okay, you know, maybe if, for example, I'm talking about a relationship where one person is doing a lot and the other person isn't doing as much, right? So the person who isn't doing as much can be like, okay, cool, I understand this person has this much going on for them. Let me try and make life easier for them. You know, and that would, that, that's, that's where the benefit comes in, right? That's where the benefit comes in. Or let's say, like, you've worked from nine to five now, and then you might have something else you're doing from five to seven, right? You're tired. You know, you're a very tired person, but maybe I wasn't supposed to see you that day. And you come and give me food. I'm not saying that that's what you should do, but I'm just saying that kind of gesture, that kind of care, that kind of compassion is what I think, um, is why I think, like, in a relationship can definitely benefit you when you're chasing goals. So first, you have to have that understanding, so you can both understand this person's doing this, but also to say, okay, this is my role. This is how I can play my
0: role well. Bro, you put that. Yeah, I think you said that like very nice. Like I definitely agree with a lot of the things that you're saying. Like I think even going back on what you're saying, I feel like yeah, the making time thing in terms of yeah, you invite them into your life. I think that's very important, and it's true. And I also think if you're also in a relationship, it should be someone that you're happy to spend the time with so Mm -hmm. it shouldn't even be like a sacrifice like it's like this is time that i'm happy to spend with you (laughs) if it's a sacrifice then you probably have to even look at a relationship and think do you even want to be in this (laughs) that's something you actually want because it's like Mm -hmm. you'd be happier if you didn't have to give that time or spend that time with that person which then takes me on to the second thing that you said Mm -hmm. which i agree that it's selfish when you want to like and someone you see it that way but i also think Mm -hmm. I also want to be selfish right now. <laughs> so oh, okay. that's yeah. Then, yeah. Like, I think mm. me being selfish is also, I think will also help me achieve what I want to achieve in the short to medium term. Like, I, a big reason why right now I don't want to be in a relationship is because I don't want to have to make decisions for two people. That's it. Mm. I don't want to have to think about doing everything I'm trying to do and then how I'm also trying to manage someone else's like a relationship and doing that. Like, I think it will just be difficult for me right now because I'm mm. not even settled and consistent with the things mm. I want to be consistent with. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm. Like, I think yeah. I want my structure to be like, a, I'm doing everything I want to be doing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm happy with how I'm spending my time. And then I know what time is left over and what time I now have to give to someone. Rather than adding someone into my already, like, life that I'm still trying to figure out how I'm trying to balance everything into that mix. I think, again, it's just, you're just adding something new. Into mm-hmm. something that's already unstable. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? But then again, yeah. I say all I to say this. I also think with the right person, all of that goes out the window <laughs> mm-hmm. because you find someone that understand you. Will you be happy to spend the time with? And they provide all the benefits, like you said about someone mm-hmm. who's caring and they actually make mm-hmm. your life easier and they motivate you and you can speak to and understand. Mm-hmm. Like I think all of those like factors can be what takes you to the next level. Like it can be what helps you, it can be what benefits you. So I think yeah. Overall, I, I, I definitely agree with what you're saying as so well. That in that mm. like aspect, it definitely can be a big benefit mm. to mm. be in a relationship with someone. And yeah, yeah, I think that thing is is invaluable, man. It's good to just have someone that will just listen to you, understand so mm. that you can just speak to, they'll listen to you, they'll give you feedback, they'll be honest with you. Like I think that that thing is so underestimated because mm. like not a lot of people actually have that.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true, man. It's true. Like. Um, we started the episode by speaking about support system, you know, mm. I think when you're, when you've got like a strong support system around you, it's, it's very key. Like, just in terms of, like you said, you know, you came, you know, we spoke, you know, we had a conversation, we chilled, whatever. We also have that kind of support system with, with the person you're in a relationship with. You know, yeah. they can help you. They can, you know, they know, they know you, you know, let's say you, you're even chasing a goal now. And you told them to go at the beginning of the year. And they realize, you know, by February, bruh, you're kind of you've been sleeping all day, you've been doing this. Like, I think if you're in a good relationship anyway, the person can tell you and that can help you, you know. Cause for example, you know, you would hardly you won't see your friends as much if when they're busy, you know. Mm -hmm. But if you're in a relationship, you're seeing that person often, you're talking to them often, they can help you. They could be like, ah, you know, what's up? Like, I know you want to chase this goal, you know, and hopefully put you on the right path. But like I said, man, I think it's, I think the only way to possibly answer that question is just to say, it just depends on what you want. You know? Yeah. Um, Like you said, like, and also, like, what's out of your control? Because <laughs> like you said, it, like, with the right person, all of, the, all of that goes out the window. So that's kind of out of your control. You know, no one chooses, you know, chooses when they want to fall in love and, you know, whatever. You can't choose that. But I think with the picking of um, what you want, I think it's more of, okay, do I want to be selfish? Especially when it comes to a goal. Like, is it, do I want to be selfish? You know, do I think I can manage all of these other things? Do I just want to think about myself? That's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think when you now say, okay, you're in a relationship, you've chosen otherwise, and now you're thinking, oh, yeah, now I want to be selfish in a relationship. I think that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Because why?
0: Like, I think even, I think again, my favorite word is balance. And I think it's mm. so important to have the balance because I also don't want to be the guy too that I'm trying to do career man until late thirties. Mm. And then now I'm looking yeah. around like, Oh, is my wife? You also can't do that either. <laughs> so I think also having that balance where you're working towards your goals and everything that you're working towards, but you still mm. leave enough time to enjoy your life and speak to people and meet people. I also think you also don't want to miss out on really cool people and, or, like, or really that's like the person for you mm. because yeah. you were too tunnel vision. I think that's also very important to make sure that yeah, you have that balance between the mm. two.
1: Yeah, man. And, and especially you need to live life, man. To live yeah. life. Like, yeah. like there's going to be so many different challenges. Obviously, like, when we spoke about creating this pod, it's more about, you know, people in the 20s in general and late teens, right? But there's plenty more difficult Uphill battles that you have to face later on in your life, right? So now we know what challenges we know what we're kind of chasing. I think make sure you're also in the moment and you're also enjoying the moment. You know what I'm saying? You know, because like love can be (laughs) sweet, you understand? So like (laughs) it can be sweet. So bro, yeah. (laughs) So I think if you're just thinking, oh yeah, Yeah. you're so narrow-minded. I think I think I saw one meme where it was like making a parody out of the people who are like. Grinders and whatnot, like Grinders. Yeah. of like on Instagram and he was like, oh, um, while you're at parties, I'm here oh. sitting in my bed, you know, <laughs> making notes, researching the market. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I think enough is enough. It's okay. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. Relax. You yeah. understand? Like, yeah. chill. Yeah. I get it. Like I said, obviously, like, this part is mostly about our journey and us discussing and trying to, like, you know, Add value to our lives through just different conversations, right? But I also think, like, just relax, you know what I'm saying? It's not, nothing's running away. Like, <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, you can do all of that, you know, missing parties, all that grinding, all of that. And next thing you know, you're now 40 and you didn't achieve shit.
0: Bro, I think, I think, um, Benny Banks has a line. Mm. It's a, it's a, it's a line. Mm. It's, it's, it goes something like, You can either be inspired by your memories, or you can be haunted by them. And I think Mm. that's exactly what it's kind of like for me, where you go through your whole life trying to always just for your goals is the only thing that matters. You don't have time for anything Mm. else, and now you're forty. You might have the success, but you've missed out on so many like fun memories or things that you could have done in your Mm. twenties or teens and Mm. all that stuff that you didn't. And now it's like, oh yeah, you might be happy. Oh yeah, I've achieved the success, but. Is like mm. you're still, you still feel like a lot is missing because you didn't experience mm. that aspect of your life when you could have. Mm. I think something too mm. that we don't pay enough attention to is that you can also get part, like, like I think when you're like teens, 20s, mm. there's things you can get away with that when you're 30s, 40s, you can't get away with anymore. Mm. What I'm mm. Like society will just look at you like what are you doing? What I'm yeah. like well, your, your actions don't mm. make no sense. So I think that's why it's so, mm. it's so important to, in those periods of your life to actually do the things that you're allowed to do and that's how mm-hmm. you could do shamelessly, you can enjoy because it's not when you're 50. you now not to be here in the, here in the club <laughs> 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 trying to catch your wine. So it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work. They're going to call you a creep.
1: <laughs> there was one time, right? I remember this and this is this was actually a wake-up call for me because I remember just when this happened to me, I was just thinking, rah, mm. man, like I actually can't do that. Well, basically, right, when, when, when we were all younger, right, Everyone used to bump train, you know, you'll bump train, you quickly, someone will tap, you run past, or, you know, you'll just find a way to get through for free, right? That was the main goal. I remember one time, I can't remember how old I was, but I was like 17. I can't remember. I don't know, man. I like but I was old enough to not be doing it. Like I was 17, 18, something like that. So I think I, I did it once and then I got away. I was happy with myself now. And then I think one guy, he was like, he was like, man, like you, you know, you bump train, like, and why that's important, why that's important is because I was dripped out. Do you understand? Like, oh. I can't remember what I was wearing, but I was, what I was wearing was I spent a lot of money on it. Do you understand? Okay. Or maybe I didn't even spend a lot of money on it, but I looked like I should have money to to, to not bump train, to not be bumping okay. train. So I said, man, like you, you know, and I felt like, rah, oh. <laughs> I can be dripped down, but I just bump train. That... I." like what i'm wearing or the perception i want to like like give away it's just been ruined by me bumping train right now mm-hmm. <laughs> understand it's true. like it's true. It's i clearly true. don't have i have what i have but i clearly don't have two pound fifty to like mm-hmm. pay for train and not worry about it <laughs> <laughs> so but what i do is like when i was younger even when i bumped train it wasn't an issue you know what i'm saying because people will see you and be like oh just a kid you know mm-hmm. but now when I do it, it's man yeah, like man. you, you know. You're grown <laughs> man, man. like you. <laughs> you're man your like you.
0: <laughs> you grown-ass <laughs> man. You never <definitely> have shame. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, yeah, I think
1: yeah, I think what you mentioned there is very
0: important. <laughs> nah, it is. Even when you're talking about the chain yeah. thing, it, it reminded yeah. me of a meme I saw of the other yeah. day where I think this guy must have been on the train and he's pretending to sleep. <laughs> I have oh, oh, yeah. knocking on the table. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll see that one. But I just started <laughs> knocking on the asset. This is come in, mm. man. But, had hammer as well, like, Bro, hammer. you said, now nah, you're mm. waking up today. So, yeah, mm. nah. That thing is so key, man. So, yeah. Like, I think it's definitely, like, to bring it back to the conversation, I think it's definitely those things that, yeah, with the right person, I think it's definitely a big asset. But I also mm. think there are times where it's like, yeah, you also there are there also are situations where maybe you have to also like weigh up forever is this worth it? Like mm. in terms of like this relationship, like is this person just holding me back? Because I also I also think yeah. there are situations where people just hold you back. Like I remember yeah, years ago course. when I saw something where it was like I think this girl was like she was happy, but it just mm. she tweeted it wasn't been like a tweet or something. She was like, Oh, my boyfriend turned down this opportunity to stay with me. Like I think it was like a good opportunity for him to go to like a good university and he turned it mm-hmm. down to stay with her. Obviously, he's an idiot, mm-hmm. but it's, like, it's how, like, <laughs> so, like it's how, like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, like, he did a good, like, it's like, he shouldn't have done that. It was it was those opportunities mm-hmm. that he shouldn't have turned down. But, but, again, maybe that's just me. Maybe maybe they're married mm-hmm. now and it's happily ever after. after. I but mean, I think that's bro, what holding like, back.
1: back. I don't, I don't think, okay, I don't know the situation in it, but mm-hmm. I don't think that that's necessarily them holding me back. Because, mm-hmm. like, Obviously that like, un with university in it, it's not I don't know whether man going to Oxford or it was like look that, I think it was like
0: a Stanford or so it, it was like a big American university that he got oh, into okay, okay. and he wasn't gonna okay. go because he went to stay yeah. with his girl and they were young.
1: Oh okay. So but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, in in America, I think going to certain, the university you go to is kinda of more important than mm. you know, in the UK, like mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. obviously if you're going to like um Oxbridge, you know, it's important but you know, if you're going to, like, you know, a Russell group, you know, you can go to another yeah, Russell group. Yeah. It's not, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not that, yeah, you know what I'm saying? saying? But, yeah, but obviously, yeah, if you're going to, like, in America, if you're going to them Ivy League schools, then, yeah, it is, I get that. I would say with that, uh, 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 I, you know what it is, yeah? It's just what you value, man. Like, mm. I don't, I wouldn't stand here and say that was a stupid decision by my man, mm. right? But I would also stand here and say, I hope he weighed up his <laughs> options. Do you understand? Like, I hope he was like, like this love, is it mm. marriage love? You know, mm. is like, because that move is an all-in move. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. an all-in move, fam. Like, do you remember Seventeen again?
0: So, yeah. Is that the is that Zach Efron movie?
1: Yeah, the Zac from movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my man is, he's got a scout. He's got a scout that came to the game to watch him play. He's about to shoot the final shot his team is down. The guy sees his girl leave the the gymnasium and he drops the ball and then goes and chase after her. And then god knows how many years he starts to regret the decision and he starts to blame his wife. What I'm trying to say is, bruh, take the shot. to see her after." <laughs> <laughs> <Do> you understand? <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> weigh up your options properly. you understand? So that's what I mean, man. That, that's what I mean. This is the first Ace and Joker moment for the year. But yeah, for those of you who have no idea what that is, <laughs> it's basically the part of the show where we just discuss um, things that have really wowed us this week, which is, or things that we've just done that's just really cool this week. And that's our Ace moment. And our Joker moment, something funny, something, you know, just lighthearted that we've seen throughout the week as well. So... Ace, over to you, man.
0: Alright, bro. So this is a story all about how my life got flipped and turned upside down. <laughs> <laughs> now that'll oh, take damn. a minute to just sit right there and tell yeah, you I'm how I became get... the Prince of, of You're trying to get us copyrighted. I see what you. I see what you're trying to do. Bam. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Now nah. I was even going to say, bro. Do you is that mm. the coldest theme song for a sitcom? Mm. Is there any colder?
1: You know what it is, yeah. I would say just because. He wrote it himself and mm. it's his show, and the show is named Will. It has to be the coldest flex. You understand? Mm. I don't know if it's the coldest, but it's definitely <laughs> the coldest flex because there's definitely a few more that's definitely ca- more catchy than that. But
0: okay, like give me an yeah. example of one they think it's catchy. Oh, you though? just
1: put me on the spot. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, one on one, one on one. You haven't heard that? <laughs> no, I have uh, heard that on- Oh, okay, yeah, one on one. That one there, that one is catchy. I like it as well, and okay. some are also funny as well because obviously it's a sitcom. But bro, there's so many, there's so many good options, man. So many good options. But I would say this one has the biggest flex.
0: Has the biggest okay. flex. Okay, I heard that. Yeah, I hear. Yeah. That. I agree with that. But yes, yeah, so the reason I even said all of that because yeah, my and Joker moment was um, this week. I've been listening to his memoir book that came out recently, and is yeah, man, it's cold, man. Like it's just interesting just seeing how he became the Fresh Prince and, mm-hmm. and Sam, what actually happened in his life and growing up he was my mm-hmm. guy mm-hmm. like I used to look up to this guy like, just, like emotionally like just watching the Fresh Prince so we can relate to certain scenes mm-hmm. like there's some things that got to me, you know, some scenes I said, oh, <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> but so seeing bro, I was like, who <laughs> the asterisks. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but obviously seeing everything that's been going on recently mm. with him and Jada, I just thought, bro, like who is this? It's like, not my yeah. guy. But mm. reading the book just me or listening to it, I got audible recently as well, as a oh, way yeah. to listen whilst I'm going to work and stuff, which has been really cool to multitask. But um, yeah, just listening to it, it just also also just made me appreciate how little we actually know about mm. these people how we don't know what they've gone through or why they are, what they're like. So when you're just sitting mm. there judging them and saying da, da 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 you don't actually know anything about mm. them. So it's yeah, really man. appreciate that. Facts, facts.
1: Yeah, no, um, no I actually yeah. read the book. I actually read the book not too long ago. Mm. So yeah, even reading the book, man, I think like the beginning part especially, because like obviously, mm. um, obviously from the Fresh Prince, I've always like, Will's always been, my best. If I want to watch a movie and I hear Will Smith's in it, I'm watching it just because Will Smith's in it. (laughs) I understand. But, so Mm -hmm. he was, you know what I'm saying? But I think, um, obviously for most of his career, I know like the ups and downs. I know like that. But I didn't know it in depth like he's come up. I didn't know he's come up in depth like that. And it was really interesting just to Mm -hmm. see just how everything worked out for him. It's crazy. Even the, like the Grammy thing. I didn't know. (laughs) I didn't even know that. That's the first Grammy, you know. I awesome. first, What's people... with
0: first grand, bro. Yeah. yeah,
1: I didn't yeah. even, I didn't even know he had a Grammy. <laughs> I didn't even know. Yeah, what.
0: same. Like, what? Same. Same. <laughs> you know girl. what I liked about the book as well? Like when he has the little like insider knowledge of like mm. different behind the scenes information. Mm. Mm. Like oh, like I think you said like in the um, theme song, the mm-hmm. intro that the, mm-hmm. the guy who's spinning him around was his bodyguard. Yeah, his bodyguard. Or that's crazy. Like that. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was that's crazy. Isn't it? <laughs> and that bodyguard, he put that bodyguard on. Yeah, Charlie Mack, I think that's his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Bodyguard used to be, like, uh, on the roads. And then he just said, wow, I'm going to start following. Like, I'm just going to drop all of that and I'm going to do what you're doing because this seems like the... Yeah. Seems like where it's at. Like wow, this it's is at, the future. So. <laughs> yeah, so Is yeah.
0: It's even, it's even I, funny that yeah. you say the whole, like, if you see Will Smith in the movie, that's why you go and thing because mm. as i was saying with will recently because of how what's been going online i thought i don't really care too tough about this book like mm-hmm. this is what it is it but then when i found <laughs> out that the guy who wrote it with him mm-hmm. was uh mark manson who you know mm-hmm. is one of my favorite authors uh, he's a guy who wrote the subtle art i'm not giving a fuck and when i found out that they collab for the book i said, oh i have to go and read this book right now <laughs> that's what motivated me to even want to go and listen to and read it to see oh, oh like that's such a random collab
1: yeah i wonder what the story is behind that yeah no because usually when like someone is um Cause I remember with Steve Jobs' autobi- autobiography. No, no, it's not autobiography. It's biography. He asked Isaac, some, like a really, like really famous autobiography or biography, um, writer, right? He asked him to do okay. it. So he like, he, he selected him and he gives the reasons why he selected him in the book. Cause obviously Steve Jobs is like a well renowned control mm. kind of freak. So yeah. So, um, okay. so I wonder what the reason, you know, with Will, was with selecting mm. that author
0: yeah no it'd be interesting to see did you have any other takeaways from that book you know one of the biggest takeaways that i had was i think it was will when he was talking about something that he did with his mum, mm. where he'd come home and then he'd like exaggerate a story mm. and his mum would have to like guess whatever like what was true and what wasn't true oh that's so cool i'm gonna do with my yeah. kids aside from yeah. that what i also really liked was how much value he puts on the power of his imagination and how far Mm. that's taken him and how that helped him in his acting career and everything. And I feel Mm -hmm. like as you get older, you start to lose the imagination stuff because you start Mm. to feel like, oh, yeah, it's not practical. It doesn't really help you in the real world. But recently, I've actually been thinking that it actually is a very valuable skill to have, to actually be a creative person and Mm. be able to, like, use your imagination to think about Mm. things that aren't there and you can try and make it a reality. Like, there's a lot of value in that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, man. Yeah. I remember even me and you were talking about, like, um reading fantasy books and feeling mm. like, oh, maybe it's a waste of time. Maybe I should just be yeah. reading facts, <laughs> That's yeah. just straight knowledge. But, like, there actually is a lot of value in actually mm. reading those books as well and that of being course. able to, like, expand your mind in different ways. That's a big takeaway I had.
1: No, man, I, I completely agree with that, man. Because I'd even, like, even with those kind of books, that was even my reasoning behind it. But definitely just to not always be bogged down by, by hard facts, you know. Sometimes I think what separates certain people from other people is, is just like an action that you can only dream of taking, the other person takes around mm.
0: That's facts. I completely agree with that. I completely agree with that. Even when you're talking, something I was thinking about, I was even after reading it, he says he feels like, you know not want someone scared that like he's not a man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like his humour, like how he uses humour sometimes, yeah, he really yeah, a yeah, coward. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: And if you read the book, he goes into why he feels that way. So I won't spoil that bit of it. But like, it kind of made me think of like, uh, do you think you have any traits that both help you be successful, but also can be a problem mm. in other aspects of your life? Because it's so funny how, like there's certain things that can be a double-edged sword. Like it can be why you're successful. It can also be what holds you back. And I feel like his humour and his arrogance and everything is part of that.
1: mm I think I was telling you the other day when I when I gave you a call, and I said like ah, oh, like when I was younger, there was something about me where I just didn't care. Not it's not mm. to say like I didn't care. I just didn't like I was maybe the way I did. I've grown to react to certain situations is I would just be very numb in the situation, right? Mm. So like more more or less block everything else out and just like just take it it's <clears throat> like on, like on my chest or something like that. Like yeah, and. That has helped me so much in certain things, like having that kind of approach to certain problems has helped because Mm. pretty much all the time in a situation where it's very useful, I've been able to deflect um, my anxiety kind of (laughs) by acting Mm. stupid with it. I can remember one situation where I did that, right? And it was a situation where we were in Dam, right? We are in Amsterdam. Okay. It was 12 o'clock and we had to get back by like 12.30 or something.
0: (laughs) yeah yeah we had to catch a train. It was our last train back to yeah 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 team.
1: yeah, So I can't remember how the situation got patterned, but we were thirty minutes. you understand, like, and all I can remember was I definitely didn't take the situation as serious, do you understand, mm. like because we can be <laughs> outside now for four hours or whatever, mm, but that was a a beautiful night. <laughs> And taking all them risks, it made the night, like, it felt, it made the night a lot better. Do you understand? And yeah. the situation worked out so perfectly. Do you understand? But throughout that whole situation, I never had an ounce of anxiety of the fear of not being able to, like, make it because we now spend four hours outside. I was like, we're going to make it. We're gonna have a good night. Do you understand? And I didn't think about the negative. Like, like I didn't let the, the negative overwhelm the situation. So I think okay. because of that whole thing, right, I've actually been able to navigate certain situations a lot, like really well. But I've now started to notice that with other situations where that approach doesn't work as well, I need to like actively acknowledge my fear oh, okay. behind the situation. Do you understand? I don't know what has caused that in my life, <laughs> but I'm sure mm. like there's a reason behind it.
0: Yeah, I know psychologists is listening right now thinking, yeah, man, I know why. But definitely though, definitely a very interesting book. I definitely Mm. recommend that. Yeah. If you have any interest in Will and you want to see how he became the rapper, how he became, how even how he got into Fresh Prince, Mm. like it's so mad. Like how quickly everything happened and how it all worked out. You can see that he also bossed everyone that he also was with, even Mm. before he went on Fresh Prince. And I think that's a really cool trait. I love seeing people do that when they make it, they don't Mm. just take themselves, they bring other people with them they yeah, bring um, other people man but yeah no so definitely I recommend people check that out like it's definitely an interesting read or interesting listen if you have Audible which I definitely recommend as well like Audible is a wavy wavy app like it's real cool I hope you enjoyed this episode first episode back of the year if you enjoyed it then please make sure that you share it let us know what you thought and yeah see you on the next one if you're still here thank you for listening to this episode of The Ace
1: and Joker.